podcast, we are going to talk a little bit about growing your group and why this is important. And I'm doing this both via podcast and on a YouTube uh, video that I'm going to be sending out today. And my reason for that is, is I want to start looking at peace groups as a growth group, both discipleship and leadership in your group and how you can grow these these ministries into something that will help grow the kingdom of God here on earth. And so today what I want to look at is why. Why are we doing small groups? Why are we doing peace groups? Why are we doing life groups? And then how does that work moving forward in growth? Now I know, I get it, there's a lot of people who are very comfortable with the people that they're with, and I am super happy about that. Friendship is so very important at this time. Friendship is so very important in the world, and especially at this time when we are having things that aren't going the way we planned, when things are a little bit on the outside looking in scary, we need friendship and family. And so we see where inviting somebody new into that can be a scary endeavor, and I get that. But I want to look at a couple of scripture references today and talk to you a little bit about what this actually means for us. You see, we're going to look first at Acts 2. In the book of Acts, we have the disciples who are going out into the world and spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. And in Acts 2, verses 42 to 47, we see this play out in a very unique way. This is post the, uh, the, the Holy Spirit coming on the disciples and, and them uh, talking to uh, groups of people and, and witnessing and ministering to them. But then in the end of Acts 2, it says they all got together. And they talked, and they had fellowship, and they had breaking of bread, and they sang songs, and they worshipped in the temple together. And the Lord added to their number daily. Just in this verse alone, we hear how God wants this to grow, how he wants his ministries to grow, how he wants his ministries to be greater, how he wants people added to this ministry day in and day out, each and every day. And so, brothers and sisters, this, this is our calling. And we hear it again in Matthew 28, and you've heard me talk about this verse, I know, multiple times. Matthew 28 at the end where it says, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. God is saying, Christ is saying right there, go and make disciples. He's not saying stay in your homes and just have four or five people who you're friends with. He's saying go and do this. And so the question isn't why do we need to do this? We know God is calling us. We know God is asking us these things. He's telling us these things. He's pushing us to know these things. He's pushing us to do these things. But how do we do them? How do we make this work? How does this work in a small group at your church or here at Prince of Peace? And it's a three-step process. You see, the first step in this is very simple. In your group, you need to identify, or even outside your group, and someone whom you know, you need to identify your second your apprentice. As they stay in Star Trek, it's your number one. Who's the person who's standing next to you who can lead with you? And you find them, and you walk with them, and you show them the ropes, and you help them to grow as disciples. 
And we see this play out in Scripture. We see it play out a lot in Scripture, but especially with Jesus. You see, Jesus had three apprentices. He had Peter, he had James, and he had John. Those are the three that he was closest to. And not only was he closest to them, but he also was able to talk to them, to witness to them, to show them the ropes, and lead them into a better place where they they could spread the gospel and lead others. You see, this, this is the spot where we're in, where your group can look at somebody and say, you're my, you're my number two, you're my second, you're my apprentice. You're someone who I am going to show how to lead so you can lead, so you can show people who Jesus is. That's your first one. And you build them up in a very simple way, which we will go through in the following weeks and months. The second thing that you do, once you've established your apprentice, is you invite. Now, what does it mean to invite? Well, it means exactly what it says. You talk to people and invite them into your group, but you don't invite them into a group. You don't say, hey, come on, we're going to have Bible study and we want you to join us. No. You invite them into something that we all probably want to do right now and we're all looking forward to doing right now. You invite them into a celebration in your home. As it's said in Acts 2, they ate together, they worshiped together, they prayed together, they sang hymns together, they broke bread together. What a better way to do that than to have a few people over to somebody's house, a few meaning your group and maybe five or six other people, to just invite them in and say, hey, we're having a party. Why don't you come and join us? You are invited into this group. You see, Jesus did that. Sermon of the Mount, all other things. He called to people and he said, hey, come join. Come in. I'm here talking. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate together. And what happened when he fed the 5,000? He said, well, we need to eat, so let's have food. And yeah, he's Jesus. He can take five loaves and two fish and make it into a meal for, for 5,000 people or plus. But he also fed them both physical food and spiritual food. But you invite these people into a party, into a celebration, into a time together. And then you invite them again. Now, you may look at this and you say, what does exactly that mean? Well, inviting them in again means you do exactly what Jesus did to his disciples. You see, Jesus to the disciples looked at them and he said, Come, and I will make you fishers of men. Well, for you, what we're calling you to do, what you're asked to do, is at the end of this time when you have this big party with multiple different friends who aren't in your group, we'll call this a missional community time, you look at these people after this celebration, after they meet new people, and you are very intentional about helping them meet new people, you look at them and you say, hey, these are new people, and I am so glad you have met them. I am so glad you are talking to them. I am so glad that you are connecting with them. If you would like for these relationships to continue to grow, if you would like for these relationships to foster into new, and you would like to make new friends out of this, talk to me later. Talk to so-and-so, my second, my apprentice, another leader, and I would love to get you involved in a peace group. And I would love 
to have you foster these relationships to grow and to grow and to grow. And guess what? People will jump on board and do that. It's been proven here at the Congregation of Prince of Peace. We've had some groups that get together. They have big party nights. They call them missional community nights. That's what we refer to them here. And we have these missional community nights. And at the end of the night, one of the leaders will step up and say, hey, if you've met new people and you want to foster these relationships and grow, I want to encourage you to be in a peace group. That's what we call them. Why don't you come and talk to me later and we will get you involved. And yes, we have had multiple families gather together in this multiple families grow in this and say, hey, I want to be part of this. I want to get to know these people better. I want to have more relationships with these people. And so they get them into a peace group. And about every three or four months, they have these big parties, these missional community nights where they may serve somebody else. They may put together meals for needy. They may just sit down and have a bike route or sit down and have a couple of drinks over a fire and tell some fun stories and maybe sing a song maybe have a board game night whatever it might be but at the end of every night they encourage them they say hey come on and join us if you'd like to have these relationships grow come and see me before you leave tonight and I'll get your name and your number and I want to get you involved can you see how easy that move is you have your apprentice, you have your second, you move into an inviting people to come, and that's not just you, it's everybody in your group, to a fun missional community relationship building night. And then you invite them in to your group, or a group, and you grow. And when you see your group getting too big, where it is now a missional community, you've already found your second again, and guess what? you have another missional community night and you grow that group and you see how this fosters now I hear the 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 scariness the the fear in many people's eyes about well oh no this is going to be terrible I am going to lose my friends because they're gonna go to another group and I'm never gonna see them again that's what a missional community night is all about you see, when you have these missional community nights, you invite the old group people to come in. Maybe every other month or every year you switch up your groups so that you see those people that you've been in groups with for a long time. And you grow those groups together so that now these people, now these people are community. And now these people can grow together. And now these people serve together. And now these people witness Jesus together. Now, you may not get everybody that's come to the missional community nights to join your peace group. You may not even get all of those people to join together in a common way every month or every week. But I bet if they come once to a missional community night, they'll come again. And not only will they be there again, but they'll meet new people, more people. They'll have more friends who are gospel-focused people. It takes us back to the soils that we talk about in Scripture. This is one of the good soils where people who are scattered there, who may be struggling in their soil, need a little tilling, a little weed pulling, a little rock throwing away so that their soil is good also. It may take work. And you don't go to a person right away and you say, Hey, welcome to my missional community. Do you know if you're going to be saved? Because that's not how you do it either. You see, missional community 
is about just getting to know people and having a relationship. It's about saying, hi, I'm Matt. It's great to have you here. Tell me what you do. Tell me who you are. And then you listen. And you invite. And you invite back. And you continue that process until they're part of your group. Folks, I'd love to talk to you more about this. I'd love for your groups to grow in this. And this is kind of the new mission that we are going to be using here at Prince of Peace, where we're encouraging groups to throw missional community nights, maybe three times a year, four times a year, where they have big celebrations and they have a second already in place where they can talk to that person and grow that group. You, my friends, are the disciplers who can go grow groups. You can always contact me at matt at pop.church. That's M-A-T-T at P-O-P dot C-H-U-R-C-H. And I'd love to talk to you more about this and see how we can help you as you grow disciples who grow disciples. God bless you all. I'm praying for your group time, and I'm here to serve you as best I can. God bless you. This has been the Prince of Peace Popcast. God bless your day. And smile. Jesus loves you.